Well, it must be Monday night. Unless it was last week. When it wasn't Monday night. But it's definitely Monday night. It's definitely Monday night. Sorry for the delay. It's now 9.20 p.m. That is late for me to be starting this podcast up. But I had some technological difficulties. My computer seemed to be having a bit of an emotional thing happening, which was fitting because I had a bit of an emotional thing happening today. A bit of a rough day. But uh, you know what? It's Monday night, 9.20 p.m. And uh, we're going to drink some beer because this is the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, Chris Schreier. Your helpful, friendly beer guy about town. And yeah, I had a bit of a rough day today. Woke up, uh, as they say, on the wrong side of the bed. Not literally. Otherwise, I would have been lying on top of my wife. And that might not have been a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, no, I had a rough day, though, man. Bad headspace. Really struggled for the first sort of 10 hours of the day and then sort of turned things around. So back with you guys. Happy as a climate high tide now. About to drink some beer, get into it. And so, yeah, well, let's, just, let's just dive in. I got to, I got to go to my fridge one second. Got it down here somewhere. There it is. Alrighty, this is an exciting one. We're clear of flagship February, of course. It's now um, make any beer you want March. I don't think that's going to stick, but you never know. Uh, but because I went Sunday evening, some people call that yesterday. I did, in fact, go to Popper's Pub and uh, check out that amazing fly fishing presentation about fishing Atlantic salmon in the Gaspé region, which I told you all about last week. It was fabulous. And uh, on my way home, uh, I was obviously on transit, and uh, I decided to swing in to, uh, oh, my beloved, my beloved Godspeed brewing here. It's showing on both cameras very nice. It's the dark label because this is I don't even know how you say that word shown on each camera here what do we how are we how are we gonna call that Tmavi Lezak 12 I'm pretty sure I got the 12 right I'm not sure about the other two parts uh, but this is a dark Czech lager and I am excited about this and I've been doing a lot of dark beers on the show eh hmm. I swear it's not like my thing I, I mostly just drink hoppy stuff recently but let's get the old uh ah, that's that's good clip that microphone and uh let's do a bit of a pour here on this bad boy now if you now can i get this into i'm a little further away from my mic i'll speak up if i can if i can get this on both my cameras wouldn't that be something i don't think i normally pay this much attention to it i just noticed that probably wouldn't show in both uh both frames and if you're listening at home gosh this is quality podcasting right here me pouring a beer on two cameras without spilling it on my junk but i have successfully done it what have we got here this is no fooling bim that is that that's dark man this is like porter territory uh it is black the edges glimmer a little very beautiful crimsony red holy moly bit of a uh i would call that off whitehead gonna spin up a little bit more and see oh nearly spilled beer all over my computer keyboard <laughs> yeah a bit darker than off white khaki i call it khaki if you're feeling a little pretentious it's a khaki head hmm the aroma 
aroma on my olfactory senses. Now, I'm not going to be that big of a douchebag. Oh, it does smell nice, though. Oh, man. Mmm. Mmm, maybe caramelly. Something else going on in here. Definitely very dark malts. Clearly, it's a black beer. It's uh, or a very dark brown beer. It's going to have some nice roasty malted quality to it, but I'm chasing something here. Mm, there's something elusive here. I can't quite put my nose on. I'm going to take a sip and see if it comes through. One second. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I don't think I've ever had this beer before. I might have. I think I can't remember if Bim made a run of this earlier or not. Had a dark lager of some sort that I think was Czech related. I'm not sure if it was this one. This is really quite something. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Definitely a little bit of burnt sugar. A bit of caramel. Brown bread, maybe. An interesting kind of dry bitterness on the finish. It's not quite cocoa, because there's no real chocolate to speak of. Or maybe there is, but it's not cocoa-y. It's more like, 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 like dark chocolate. Mmm. Yeah, maybe a little whisper of like, like a nice chocolate bar. Um, not cocoa -y though, it's sweeter than that. But the finish was quite bitter and dry. It's almost like coffee-like finish, but it doesn't really taste like coffee. But it has the same sort of mouthfeel on the finish. That's a nice, nice bit of bitter coffee. That's quite something. And then crazy clean. Mmm. I mean, no, no real yeast character to speak of on the on the the taste. And then just a very smooth, clean, uh, as I note, quite dry finish to it. Oh, this is quite. It's quite something. Mm. I had in mind something I was probably going to suggest to eat with this, but not actually having had the beer, I think I'm going to alter it. This is beautiful, though. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit more about this. So this is a Czech uh, dark style lager. Hey, kids, do you remember when we were talking a few weeks ago and I was saying that um, porters and stouts typically are, are ales, but some of them, especially like a Baltic porter, can be a lager. Well, as you'll note, if you can see this, um, uh-oh, something's just gone wrong with my Instagram feed. My Instagram feed just crashed. Hang on one second, kids. I'm coming right back at you. Okay, we're going back live again. Uh, as I was saying, this uh, I'll probably have a photo of this up on my Instagram on Toronto Beer Podcast, uh, at, uh, at Toronto Beer Podcast uh, on Instagram. Um, you'll see, it, it, I mean, visually, you would never be able to tell that this wasn't a uh, wasn't a porter or a stout. Um, the way that it drinks is quite different, though. Um, again, with lagers with that clean, quick finishing yeast, um, there isn't a lot of linger. A lot of that complexity, the brown bread that I was talking about, the burnt sugar, it doesn't really linger very long on your palate. Um, it's, it's quite a bit well, cleaner. It, it finishes very quickly. Mm. But when it's it's in your mouth there, man, it's complex and yeah, not quite sweet because there's, like I say, that quite dry bitterness, but there's a sweetness or sweet quality to the malt taste. Um, it's like a, oh yeah. 
it's like a very complicated dessert, but it's not sweet. Like, I, I don't want to use the word dessert, give you the wrong impression. Sometimes you get Baltic porters that are quite sweet. They're quite, quite boozy and quite sugary. That's not this at all. Mmm. The mouth feels quite nice, quite weighty. Fairly minimal carbonation, actually. Um, probably lends to that somewhat. Mm-hmm. Certainly, it's, it's carbonated. It's not like a cask beer or something, but... It's very delicately so. It's quite nice. Um, yeah, right out of the gate, tons and tons of malt qualities, burnt sugar and caramel, and like I said, a bit of brown bread. That hop, that dryness. I think I was saying coffee-like because sometimes coffee can have a leafy kind of um, quality to it, an herbal kind of quality to it, and it, it kind of ties in with that a little, but not exactly. Hard to Hard to say exactly what I, I'm getting on this. I mean, it's fabulous. I just want to keep drinking it and stop podcasting. Mm. Yeah, quite. It, it's funny because thinking about Bim's other um, Czech style lagers, which um, are quite snappy and hoppy, um, very hop forward, not like a pale ale, not like an IPA, different thing altogether, but quite a notable hop presence where they're very dry on the palate, snappy. This is too, but it's doing that with this grain bill that would probably be much more on the sweet side of things or, or, or malty side of things. Um, so you get all those malt characteristics and then this really cleaned out, dry, snappy hop finish. And again, with the, the lager yeast, it, it doesn't have a lot of linger to it. Um, it it's a very quick um, cleanup kind of finish to the beer. But with this wildly complicated beer to start with, it's 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 quite something. And you'd expect, you know, when you drink a porter or something, it tends to linger. It's a, it's a, a long drawn out kind of finish typically. Um, and this is not. <laughs> this does not linger at all. It it gets in and gives you the old the old what for, and then clears out before you even know it's hit you. And then you just want another sip like this. Hmm. And there's no way I'm going to get this on either of my cameras. Um, but it's making beautiful um, sort of nebula-esque designs in the uh, head. Uh, again, much like a nice Americano sometimes will, where you look down into the cup and you think, oh, this could be, this could be some sort of image from the, the Hubble Space Telescope or something like that. Very, very attractive beer. Very beautiful. Well made. Oh, man. I like this a lot, but like I said, I had in my mind, because I, I assumed I kind of knew what I was getting into, and uh, I kind of had a, a game plan, so I was expecting this to be a little bit more like a dark, like not like a Schwarzbier, not like a black lager from Germany, but more like a dark uh, lager um, that you would see, you know, from like a Hackershore type um, brewery or something like that, um, where they are quite malty, but it it, um, it tend, does tend to have a bit more um, sweetness to it and less of that dry, snappy kind of hop finish to it. Um, and I was going to suggest that, you know, one of the classics is, of course, you know, nice, warm, soft pretzel, salty, you know, have the malts and the, the, the flour kind of work together. The flour, is that what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, the flour in the, in the pretzel, the, the graininess there. Um, and I'm not saying that wouldn't work here, but that is not, we're not, we're not touching on the right things there at all. So we need to reassess. And honestly, I mean, I hate, I think I say this every time we talk about beers like this. I'm not the kind of guy who's like, oh, it's winter. It's time to drink a porter. I'll drink a porter in August. It's delicious. 
happy to do it. I'll drink a light lager in February. I actually literally just did. It's March now, but I had it with dinner. Um, you know, I, I tend not to worry so much about seasonality that way. So I hesitate to say what I'm about to say, but this beer could work really well with the right stew. Mm. Yeah, what would you want? I mean, not like not like Granny's stew. Nothing wrong with your Granny's stew. I'm sure she was a lovely woman, maybe still is, bless her soul, making a lovely pot of stew. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm thinking something a little bit, a little bit more loosey goosey. I would like to see a stew. Uh, I mean, personally for myself, I would probably do it with like a mix of lentils and something like um maybe sweet potato. I think the earthiness of the sweet potato and that that dry kind of um herbaceous almost hoppiness would probably play pretty well together and then for the um for the the sauce or the stock geez you'd think i wasn't a chef Ugh, why do i do this live anyway um the body of it it's going to be a tomato based stew for sure but you're really really going to want to lean into some pretty big other flavors like you might do something with like cocoa to add that kind of chocolatey quality to it and tie in with the beer. And, uh, and then, yeah, obviously your usual bits and bobs, bits of potato and onion and so on and so forth, but a nice hearty stew, I think is going to work really well with that, especially if it's particularly rich, if you really kind of leaned into like the butter factor, if it had some good weight to it, or I mean, if you get down to the meat, you know, you know, use some ground beef or some, pork or something like that um bulk up that fat content because again this is such a dry finishing beer it will really work well with that that richness of the stew clean it right up i think so that would be the direction i would head um if you wanted to eat a little bit of cheese with this i sure wouldn't blame you oh i just got some pics from my six nations group i should really shut off notifications on my phone while i'm doing this um yeah something fatty go with a brie yeah let the let the beer work against the uh the foundation that that cheese would build for you creamy especially if you get one that's a little funky you know um what was the one we used to serve we had one in the restaurant that was it was stanky but it was good um you probably wouldn't want it too funky but you want a little bit of balls to it i think and uh and then yeah just ton of creaminess and then let the beer just knife through it all I think that's the way forward with this. What did we say this was called? Tma Tmavi Ledzak. There's all sorts of... Look, if you can see on the cameras, there's there's like... I don't know what those are. Those There's, there's accents. One of them over the Z I've never even seen before. It's like a V. Anyway, I don't speak Czech, clearly. But uh, delicious beer. Great work from BIM, as always, at Godspeed. Um... Gosh, guys, do I even need to tell you Godspeed Brewing, Coxwell, uh, just south of the lower part of Girard on the west side. This is a little bit like if if you listen to this podcast and I think hadn't heard of Great Lakes or something like that. If you haven't at least heard of Godspeed and you're listening to this podcast again, get at me. How did you find this podcast? That would be super weird. But uh, but by all means, go check them out any day of the week. Amazing, amazing brewery the food is like oh lights out uh the people are fantastic a really 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 wonderful place so get get yourself into godspeed on coxwell east end man i just i could sit here and talk for the next 40 minutes about why and how much i love them 
Mm. Instead, though, I'll just have that one more sip and we're going to change gears because we're already running kind of long. I can be a bit verbose, guys. I'm sorry. But uh, OK, I've got the details nailed down now about this uh, Pink Boots Society deal. I really should read the press releases before I try this stuff. And that is exactly what I did tonight. So I did not play my video golf game, which I really enjoy on my phone. I'm going to have to remember to do that. But uh, hey, WGT Golf, check me out called Bendel GMD. You can find me. We'll play around. But uh, I read the press release and here's the deal. What you're going to want to do is check out the Pink Boots Society. Their brew day is this Sunday, March the 8th, which happens to be International Women's Day. I think it goes without saying every day should be, but we actually have commemorated this one very particular day. And so you can go down to Black Lab Brewing, which is on Eastern right by Leslie. I can't remember the address. I looked it up when I did the Black Lab uh, app, but it's clearly not stuck. Fantastic brewery. And they're doing an open to the public brew day with members of the Pink Boots Society. It runs from 11 until 3. That's a four hour window if your math isn't very good or if you're just really tired because it's Monday. But anyway, um, Go down and check it out. Uh, really off, awesome opportunity to check out Black Lab Brewing if you haven't been in yet and also show some love and support to the Pink Boot Society. And then when that beer is ready, obviously the best thing in the world you can do is go buy it because I'm pretty sure some of the money from it goes towards the Pink Boot Society. I know that hot blend I was talking about when I mentioned it last week, uh, which had some stuff in it that I've clearly forgotten, but it was a proprietary blend from Yakima Chief. It is actually in support of uh, Pink Boot Society. And if I recall, I believe they said it a couple of bucks, three bucks maybe of every pound sold goes towards Pink Boot society so that's a really awesome way to support the women who we love in the industry um again so many of them out there um again i don't want to start pointing fingers but i'm going to point one and just mention everyone's favorite mary beth uh, at the granite oh that is a woman who is killing it in the brewing industry and we are lucky that she's living and working in toronto so big ups to her and to all the awesome women who are doing god's work uh making the beer that we love so much uh i am appreciative and yeah might try and swing by um not sure what sunday looks like just now there's uh there's a rugby game on but i'll probably be at church but maybe swing by after and hey remember black lab brewing you can take your who's a good boy there because they like dogs you know what they'll do when they see your dog they'll go who's a good boy or if it's a girl maybe they'll say who's a good girl like that give them some treats scritches maybe a nose bonk or two and uh so take your your four-legged friend on down if you want to check them out uh like i say this sunday 11 till 3 I th i'm pretty sure i saw on um, instagram people's pint did a pink boots collab too um i think they've done it yesterday or the day before so um yeah you know what if you if you have a local brewery perhaps that hasn't been listed here why don't you pop your head on in this week and say hey hey you guys uh, making a Pink Boots uh, beer? Why not? Support the support the Pink Boots Society. Show the ladies some love. Come on. They're doing good work. They deserve it. Get in there. You could do that. Do it exactly that way, too. They will love it. I promise you. If you talk like a giant douchebag like I just did, that'd be great. Do it. Um, or not. Maybe just be a little bit more polite. Um, but yeah, so that's happening this weekend. That's going to be fantastic. As I alluded to, Six Nations is on. Oh, guys, the Scotland-Italy match postponed because of COVID-19. Okay. It's bad news, guys, but uh, they're going to figure it out, replay that game somewhere else. Probably not in Italy. Um, 
But otherwise, we got Wales, England, a classic, and it's at Twickenham. Oh, guys, it's not a good year to like Wales, let me tell you that. And then, of course, uh, France against the other team. Ireland? No, wait, it's Ireland, Italy. It's France, Scotland. Ugh. So that'll be interesting, too. France is going to win. Here's a hot tip if you're in my pool. Don't pick Scotland. But don't tell Greg Laidlaw I said that. Okay, I'm going to stop whispering now. And talking about rugby, that's enough rugby for today. Uh, if you want to come check out the games at the club, let me know. 20 bucks in, best deal in the world, and supports our junior rugby, and we love that. So I uh, would love to see you all down there. I haven't got anything else to talk about. No other events. There's probably been people who have told me stuff, and I've just forgotten it. So that happens. I'm sorry. I'm not good at this. Um, actually, I think I'm great at it. I'm just not good at parts of it. So uh, that'll be that. Hey, top secret, next week we might try something a little different. Keep your ears peeled this space or your eyes if you're on the insta there or the youtube there and uh yeah other than that we'll get back at you next monday sometime after nine closer to nine if my computer and my brain are doing better and further away if they're not but hopefully most mondays after nine look me up here instagram trying to be a podcast uh youtube live on the channel and uh, of course in your podcast feed of choice the app's normally there by Tuesday morning, uh, like it will be tomorrow. So, till then, you guys have yourself a good week. Check out that Pink Boot Society Brew Day at Black Lab. Uh, hit up Godspeed. Hit. You know what? They're very close to each other. You could do them both on Sunday. That would be a heck of a nice Sunday. Good way to finish out the weekend. Other than that, watch out for each other. Maybe here's your challenge tomorrow. Give somebody a hug. And not like a parent or a child that doesn't count i mean those count they're wonderful hugs but another person maybe a person you know it just looks like they need a hug i needed a hug this morning and uh you never know when people need a hug and so just be open to the hug wait for the hug it'll speak to you you'll know when you'll know who give that person a hug for me tomorrow okay and uh, be good to each other take care of each other out there and i'll talk at you again in about seven days